You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith, the weekly broadcast from Uprint Faith and Personal Development. Connect with us on the web at uprint.life. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams coming to you live this week. Uh, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I uh, appreciate you guys jumping on. Let us know where you're watching or listening from. If you're catching this on the podcast as well, uh, we appreciate you jumping on to that also. Uh, shows made possible by our corporate partners. One of those being Freeman Landscaping um, Company. This is the largest privately owned land and irrigation firm in eastern North Carolina. Family owned and operated since 1992, both residential and commercial landscaping and irrigation. 910-796-1166. Also, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington. That's ptservicesofwilmington.com on the web. Serving southeastern North Carolina since 1983. Family owned and operated. Offices at Porter's Neck and 17th Street. Give Russ and his team a call. 910-763-8286. Kevo. Hey, what up, bro? Um, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Right. <laughs> it's like it all just blends together, it's right? One big thing. <laughs> From October, Halloween until yeah, yeah. Valentine's. Yeah. It's like I, th- I had a vision of zombies visiting Jesus in the manger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That is uh, really uh, weird in a good way. I yeah. Guess. You know me. We're weird. So what's up, man? What's on? What's going on in, in, in your world? What are we going to dive into today? Thank you guys for jumping on, by the way. We got some some viewers, some folks jumping in. <laughs> now I'm going to be shy. <laughs> I've had a lot. There's 497 people, Kevin. Oh, wow. <laughs> 490 million. That'd be even better because <laughs> then it's a big blur. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, maybe... Uh, Probably we got two things to look at here. We got one is sort of what's a what's a we you know we're kind of back off for a second and, and look at what we actually do, do. Uh, and that is uh, we call it uh, personal development, faith development. So it's really one big thing, but <clears throat> we categorize it in a way to help people understand that this is uh, to help you deal with all kinds of things. I mean, it's easy to say well. We can teach you or uh, we can help you or encourage you. It's just, but calling it personal development helps people grab hold of it a little bit. So, you know, even in the last few days, helping people with uh, marriage things um, and and, uh, parenting and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, then you get to the other side where people are going out and carrying their gifts out into an anointed uh arena mm-hmm. uh, w- that we call business, which is really a concept more than a thing. And so you got faith in business, and, uh, we're, and we're kind of expanding out from there with groups and, and that kind of stuff. So that's just a kind of a recap of what we do, generally speaking, and why. And then, of course, the whole goal is uh, to support the Life Center, which is the work of the Life Center. Mm-hmm. Um, that's helping people live out their, their dream one step at a time 
and uh, we're growing and, yeah. and getting stronger and putting more things in place very slowly. Yeah, I think that the underlying piece to that is we've talked about it a number of times on the show is you cannot segregate your life into boxes or components. Exactly. So it's yeah. not, well, this is my marriage, this right. is my business, this right. is my parenting, this is my faith. Right. And I think the error in kind of Western culture mm-hmm. is folks have segmented their lives yes. and tried to manage the boxes. Right. So I'm working on my marriage. Well, right. you can't work on your marriage without your faith. Exactly. You know, and that involves your business and right. your kids. Right. And so we're taking the pie yes. and kind of reclaiming the pie yeah. and say, this is your pie, right? This right. is your life. It, it's it's right. a holistic development of people. Right. Um, and, and it's just, it's amazing to me, man. It's so, I just look at where we are now mm-hmm. versus where we were on the, the AM yeah. radio station yeah. and, and watching how God has opened the doors yeah. and continued to expand. So anyway, it's just cool. <laughs> a little reminiscing. He's doing it, and uh, you know we get to enjoy it. And uh, man, I'm just—I guess I'm, I'm saying all this from from my point of view because I, you know, to quote a, a southern term, I'm just tickled to death. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm just enjoying the people that, uh, gosh, just some amazing people. Yeah. That's put in our lives, and we get to love on them, and, uh, and we get to encourage them and help them along. But they—they they probably don't realize how much they encourage us. Yeah. And uh, what a joy. I was just thinking about that on the way over here. So. Well, it, it is a blessing. We appreciate those of you guys tuning in that are part of this with us. And, and, and it's interesting because that whole, that whole concept, concept of segmentation, people dividing their lives, like that is a great starting point for right. someone to step into um, a deeper realm. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with a guy just yesterday and he's read all the personal development books, mm-hmm. but he's come to the end of it. Right. You know, you get to that place where you're like, right. well, what now? I've read all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, now you're ready yes. for real discovery yeah. because there's a layer of depth underneath all of that in yeah. your faith right. that really brings all of it full circle, brings it back to life. Yeah. Well, I think the difference is, is, is we're talking about intellect, uh, which ultimately points to man is God. Intellect becomes humanism. Uh, It's not, intellect isn't bad. Um, Logic isn't bad. But it's it's so far inferior to spirit. Uh, Spirit is much greater and uh, spirit's eternal. Mm -hmm. And so we have to look at the, you know, we talked about this before, and I don't know if we talked about it last show, but if you were to, uh, it's learning how to navigate differently but if you were to uh, put your boat in the Cape Fear River, and uh, you know, I just had a picture of, well, what if we were going to go to Charleston, which is south of here? Uh, by car, it's what three and a half hours or so. But by boat, who knows? But you could do it. You could probably do it inland through the inland waterways, or get out in the ocean and do it. Either way, you know, I could ask you that question. I've asked several people who understand boating. Uh, what happens? Well, the first thing people say, or you know, is, okay. Well, we've got to get the satellite. We got to understand the map and how to get there. So you just dial it all in, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that pretty? Punch, much- punch it in your phone. Give me the GPS yeah. coordinates and go. Yeah, no different now than how you, you plug in Waze or whatever to get here. Oh, there's a red light camera right there. Yeah, it's, right. it's awesome. But now imagine if you did not have that technology. Uh, or if something went out, the, the satellite, you know, went out, internet was gone, uh, something happened, electrical magnetic field or whatever. I, I don't know, but the technology isn't there. Then how do you do it? Sure. 
And that's where, you know, these kind of ideas and pictures help people understand. We're trying to teach people to navigate by a different system. Yes. So the one thing that won't go out, that won't go away, you have to navigate by that. And then you can plug the technology back in. So and if you're in a boat, that would be what? The stars, yep. um, the sun, the, the elements, the mm-hmm. coastline. Or, or even like indigenous people, like people who know the land. You yeah, know, you sure. could go to them and say, right. oh, he says, oh, you need to go this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's where the, that, that community involvement is, sure. is important too. So, so the, it, 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 the idea here is we're teaching people how to navigate life differently. Mm. And, and we're doing it we're, through all areas of life and down to just little nuances yeah. of, of like, you know, how I want to be more consistent with the things that I'm doing in my life and, and digging into those things. So it's about, it's, it's about walking with you. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting. It's fun. It builds friendships and, uh, but you, you will grow and your perspective changes, but it's navigating by the spirit, which is the greater thing yeah. instead of by man's intellect yeah we've become so conditioned as a culture to rely on social media you know phone uh, immediate kind of punch it in this is where you go step by step that we've quieted the intuition we've quieted that Mm -hmm. thing that God placed in us that wants to lead us and direct us and so we box in our days and our lives into a schedule that's more based on logic Mm -hmm. instead of just opening up and being free to kind of follow wherever that leads Yeah, and it, I mean that's what we the Bible refers to that as it's quenching the spirit. I mean that's a there's a good term for you, but we want to uh, make that voice louder. Yes, uh, we want to edify that, and so there's there's a whole process to that that I think this generation needs to to relearn. Hmm. Uh, I think years ago people took it for granted. Um, but things always sort of evolve and change, and the wheels fall off of a model. Um, it's like saying, you know, you ask yourself, did Jesus come to set up the thing that we do on Sundays? Mm. I think it's a legitimate question. It's not about beating that up, but it's about, you know, what was that all this was about? Yeah. You know, it's like you meet somebody in an elevator, they, you, you say, bless you. They go, what, what church do you go to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's not, you know, we're not polarizing and making a cartoon out of it. We're just saying, is that what Jesus came to set up? Yeah. And the answer is, uh, I don't think it is. I think that it's so much more than that. Sure. And that's just a, you know, a way of kind of helping. Yeah, well, he talked, I mean, if you look at the gospel, I mean, he talks more about the kingdom that's right. than he ever talks about what he calls church. Yeah, yeah. It's like two times the word church is that's mentioned, right. but the kingdom's mentioned like 150. Right. That's right. But we've lost the kingdom. Yeah. for what we call church. Mm-hmm. And and while the church could be a part of his kingdom and his kingdom work, mm-hmm. his kingdom people, yeah. um, we, we automatically put it in the box and say, this is my faith, this right. is where it is, this is my church, my pastor, yeah. and it's all possessive right. instead of our, what God's wanting to do in the body, right. bringing unification. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of paradoxical in a sense because we can't grasp God, we cannot get a hold of him. But at the same time, he descends or condescends, uh, I mean, in a good way to us and becomes intimate. And uh, over and over we see this. So this has to be done by faith. Therefore, if you we, if you believe that, it, even in, in the subtlest way, then you have to step into it. Right. But that looks different. you got to navigate by the stars. Mm. So if you, you know, back to the boating thing, if you can learn how to do that, 
then you can plug the technology back in. But if the technology goes out at any point, it doesn't matter because now it doesn't have any power over you. It doesn't have the power to direct you. This is the difference between being led by the demand of your circumstances or being led by the demand of your faith. Mm. That's the difference. Yeah. So it's a big deal. Um, it gets real deep, but uh, that's why it takes face time. And- yeah, well, the, the reality is is that when once people begin to learn how to navigate by the Spirit, yeah. they have the greatest exactly. thing. It, it's a limitless, untapped resource. Oh, yeah. And that becomes the driving factor yeah. rather than relying on logic. I, I always think yeah. about um, King David mm-hmm. when he's going to fight Goliath. And everybody goes, hey, here's the king's armor. Right. And so David tries to put on the king's armor. And, uh-huh. and in our world today, that's what so many sure. of us do. Yeah. It's the king's armor. What does this guru have to say? What's this four-step right. thing? And that becomes the armor yeah. we fight with instead of David going, no, I got five stones. That's right. And the spirit of God. Yeah. And that is the most powerful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're going to wrap this uh, moment up here, I guess, yeah. this segment. But uh, maybe just kind of restating the fact that we're teaching people, we're helping people, encouraging them, walking with them in, in all, all varieties, how to navigate differently mm-hmm. and to move away from being led by intellect and, and humanistic thought to a spirit-led faith uh, walking by faith lifestyle yeah. all the way into and through your business. Yeah, which is why we call it Wake Up Our Faith. Guys, we're going to take a uh, short break to be back for more right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, we're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization based right here in Wilmington, helping you bridge the gap between Sundays, begin to discover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for. Um, Our corporate partners make this show possible, one of them being the Rising Tide Real Estate Team. This is a full-service real estate team representing both buyers and sellers here in southeastern North Carolina. Um, If you have any uh, needs in regards to home buying, home selling, real estate market updates, make sure you give the Rising Tide team a call, 910-620-7177. Also, our good friend, Melissa Thomas, uh, known as Melissa the Coach. She is a speaker and personal finance coach who helps people uh, begin to organize and structure their lives so they can live fully and freely and pursue uh, their dreams and passions. She's actually doing that herself, so she's a proof of concept, uh, which is what we love. You can check her out, melissathecoach.com, or email her, melissathecoach at gmail.com. Um, so, Kev, we kind of we, we dove in today to kind of reset and just remind folks that uh, this is about navigating by faith. Mm-hmm. That is the spirit. That is yeah. the greater thing. Mm-hmm. That's what God's given us to navigate by. Right. And, and so mm-hmm. when we apply logic and reason and things to faith, we've got something incredibly powerful. But if we let logic and reason 
kind of um, drag faith around on a leash, mm -hmm. then we're living in inferior capacity yeah, for right. what we were created to. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I refer to it as well in the, uh, as the treadmill guy. You mm -hmm. know, it's the same thing over and over. You, you can do a lot with a treadmill. <laughs> it, you can practice for six months and probably run a marathon, at, even at my age. Uh and I'm not. That's not something I would want to do, but uh, I could. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, it, it's that God will allow us to do a whole lot in our own strength until we uh, can choose it. Until we get worn out. And we see this a lot. We see people kind of jump in, jump out, and uh, people are afraid of one thing or another, or concerned about it. And and I think we have to be gentle with people and loving, but at the same time, we have to be a little bit firm about it. One of the big areas, let's just dissect that a little bit, pull one area out. One of the areas, and God's really been putting this on my heart a lot lately, especially in a mentoring capacity, is we want to move away from a loss mentality mm -hmm. to a let go mentality. And they, they look very similar on the surface, uh, but uh, you, you think of it like uh, you know the table idea, mm -hmm. and people are holding on to the table. As if that's the thing. Well, it, I'm looking at a table. I'm typically sitting across a table when I'm talking to people, um, and and so it's an easy thing to an inanimate object to look at. But what's the better thing? I mean, your anointing is like God gave you the patent on the table, the mm -hmm. idea, the spiritual thing. It's the greater thing. Why is it greater? The idea. You were an idea. I was an idea in God's mind, right? Mm -hmm. So. That's the bigger thing. That's the thing that's eternal. That's the part of us. Our spirit, our soul is eternal. And so when we live by that, we are meant to be led by that, to live by that, to expand that, to uh, you know, help that voice become heightened. Yeah. And then we are to carry it out in the place that is temporary. And that's here. And that's why Jesus said the kingdom is coming, the kingdom is now. He also said it's within you. Mm -hmm. So all this starts to add up, and you see, oh, my gosh, I'm meant to live out something while I'm here. Yes, heaven, one day. But a lot of people with a lost mentality, instead of a let-go mentality, it's built on fear. Whereas uh, a let-go mentality begins with faith, but it's carried out in love. When you let go, then you truly can love people because nothing else can get in the way. So when you when you think about this life being temporary, it is, um, but that's not a negative. Mm -hmm. It's it's a moment. You get to do something. Your life has value, but it's all connected from heaven into the earth through the Son to the Father. Father gives you the Spirit, and and now you you go to work. But you're part of an eternal family. So now you're living for being a part of this family. Rather than, well, I just gonna, I just want to do what's right so I stay out of hell, mm. or one day I look forward to heaven. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a pretty cheap knockoff existence, version. yeah. And it's a, it's a mediocre side street. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a bunch of good deeds here and there. You're 80, you turn around, you go, what was this thing about? Right. And uh, you know the, the old saying, there's no U-Haul behind a hearse. Yeah. So it's not about accumulation or any of that. It's about what. What has God built you to do while you're here? And then, occur, of course, eternity has already begun right. in you. You're already saved. You're His. So so one of the things, the catalyst to this entire conversation is the concept of faith. 
Yeah. So how would you, I mean, what, what, when you talk about faith, how would you define it for a starting point um, as what faith is? And, and sure. then secondarily, how do we begin to grow and expand that? Um, what does that process, if you will, look like to get folks to believe the, yeah. the place that you are part of God's family right. and living out this thing on earth? Yeah. Start at, what does that look like for you, faith? Sure. Well, yeah, there's the big toolbox answer that takes a couple hours or whatever. <laughs> and I, listen, I'm not the progenitor of this thing. I don't, I just learned this through trial and error and being with God and, and going through things. Um, so uh, that said, <clears throat> the simplest way to look at it is um, it's just a series of small steps. It's getting a first down if you're on the football field. Uh, you know, and, and so when you go back to the, what, what I was saying earlier is if you've, if you've got uh, – if, if you, you, you're kind of the coach, if you will, now. You, you get to – you have some authority. When you're part of God's family, you have authority. And so we don't need to beg him for it anymore. We need to step into it and begin to live it. Well, that's a little overwhelming for some people. So uh, look at the way Jesus said each day has enough trouble of its own. So, so set out to do things in small steps, just one day at a time. What can I do today? Can I spend 10 minutes in, a, in focusing on some joyful things? Can I read one passage and really live it out, take it in my heart like a movie? Um, these are the types of things, uh, practical steps. But what faith is, if you look at it uh, real simply, um, it's like if you and I were going to go to San Diego from here, or L.A., uh, I'd rather go to San Diego, but uh, we would probably we'd probably go 95 to I-10 and it would just go straight across. So, But we still would plug it into the satellite. So we know, okay, that's there. Now, we don't have to argue about is San Diego there or not. Mm-hmm. You and I know it's there, and we've got a map. Okay, that's faith. That's what it looks like. We know because God said it, it's done, it's there. And we can stand on that. So we don't have to debate that anymore. Right. The question is, is what do we do along the way? Or how do we get there? Well, we already set it up, so it's done. Just like it's done in heaven, you're his idea, I'm his idea, so let's go. Now we just get to go do it and carry it out. But we know that it's already there. So we don't have to make a San Diego happen. Mm-hmm. You see the difference there mm-hmm. between how people are, are just begging God for a, their future and to know their purpose and all that, and it's already there. Mm. So now it's just yielding and learning to navigate by a different system. You have to do this by the Spirit. This is why God says walk by faith, not by sight. What he really means is not by your five senses, because all this is Greek. Like Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, these guys are dead. God isn't. So which is the greater? You know, one plus one equals two, or the walls of Jericho come down or the Red Sea parts. Let's go for the greater thing. Yeah. So, so you know, it, again, it's a big answer, but think of yourself as going to, on a trip, the destination's already there, it's already done, it's already dialed in, just go. But you're not going to, that would take us four or five days by car. And I've driven that. So, you know, I know what, what, to, what we'd look for. But still, we'd have to do something along the way every day. And what would that be? Mm. We'd have to um, drive the car, you know, and you'd have to stop and, you know, fill up with gas and eat and, you know, sleep and all those kinds of things. Yeah, you get some snacks and, 
you know, Turn off some chili. Road tunes. <laughs> yeah, chili peppers or whatever. Yeah. Whatever jazzes you. And go. But you're going with a childlike heart, excited about what's there. I'm looking forward to it. And then what happens is, you know, you're, you're depositing every day steps of joy, yeah. steps of hope. These things aren't deferred by God. We step into them. We have to choose them. People like the idea of freedom. They don't want to make hard choices. Mm. So people want to be free that Jesus has given us as freedom, but they don't want to choose the hard thing. Mm. Well, the hard thing isn't loss. Oh, no, you know, I'm going to die and lose everything. The hard thing is I'm going to choose to be joyful in this moment. Mm. You know, it's sleeping in the boat when I want to get up and fight. Um, it's guarding your heart against things you know, bad traffic or whatever. Yeah. So. so faith becomes the practical steps of uh, moving along the path toward that thing that yeah. is in your heart. Exactly. And so that's where, you know, I think people, you know, a lot of times, I, you know, people feel maybe lost in the process of like, you know, it just seems too big and what is it? But it's actually just the reality of what yeah. you said is grab the word, right. grab a journal, yeah. you know, write some things out, that's right. start there yeah. and then begin to see your life as a road trip yeah. to where God is leading you instead of, you know, getting lost in the mundane right. or the competitive or all the other stuff that it tends to combat faith. Yeah, I mean, and you're you're a good example of this. Uh, just over the last few years, uh, anyone knows Matt knows that he, he's he's got such a good heart and he's a, he's a great uh, encourager and teacher and stuff. But but he he would grab the ball like Forrest Gump and run out of the stadium with it, and then end up in the parking lot going, "Okay, what's going on out here? Mm-hmm. Did I do? <laughs> I'm not criticizing. No. I'm saying you're." You know now, I'm just I'm here. I'm gonna get a first down, and I'm gonna go after it. I know that I know that I know. Just like David ran to Goliath, and he knew the same God that delivered him from the lion and the bear will deliver him. He wasn't navigating my intellect, yeah, because that was stupid. It, it, you know that's why in Corinthians it says if you want to become wise, you got to become a fool. This is why Paul let go of his intellect and spoke from the Spirit. That's why he didn't want people worshiping him, because he was an intellectual. So Paul, from a humanistic standpoint, could have been one of the greatest teachers of all mm. time. But, from, but, but that's not life-changing. Paul ushered people into something that was much greater eternally. It had eternal significance, not just, oh, I did well in the world. God will give you both. Mm. But the world will not give you both. So anyway, all that said is, you know, it's you learned, and I learned too. Uh, go back a few years, same story. So you, you just, you don't want to focus on, if you're down five points in your circumstances and you're looking at the scoreboard, you want to go, okay, I see that I'm five points down. I got 30 seconds to go, but, uh, you know, I got to play the play. Mm-hmm. What's the play? I for the next five seconds, I'm going to get a first down. Mm-hmm. If I get first downs for the next six plays, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to score. So uh, that's a different thing than saying, yeah. oh, my goodness, the score's down. Oh, no, and they're dwelling on yeah. that. That's the fear. Yeah, so you, fear is is uh, you can't operate in that. Uh, you have to operate with a let-go mentality. Right. They look similar, but they're totally they're very different. very different. Well, guys, we're going to um, jump jump in here. Um, second segment of our show is uh, Faith in Business. We're going to dive into that right after this. 